Hey everyone, welcome back to um, BioNexus Health podcast series, Autism Uprooted. You'll find this being applicable to uh, many more than just uh, children on the spectrum. Uh, what I'm talking about is dental issues, um, any kind of uh, flare-ups seen when a pans pandas or a child on uh, the spectrum has to go through any kind of a dental procedure. It could be a cleaning, it could be teething. Many have asked me this question, so I thought it would be best to, to speak about it in, in a brief podcast. The, the biggest question was, Dr. Deshore, you know, what kind of supplements and herbs uh, which herbal blends and formulas do I need to use after after a dental procedure or if there is any issue with the mouth, the mouths, the gums, the tonsils, so on and so forth. So I thought I would just create um, a little podcast so that everyone has an opportunity to understand. All right, so let's go ahead with that, shall we? Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. It is a widely known fact amongst pans pandas families that a pans flare can, can be expected after any dental procedure. Even a simple dental cleaning, right, with, with the dental hygienist can stir up microbial colonies in the oral cavity. And uh, many pans, pandas families have reported a moderate to severe flare up of symptoms after any kind of a dental procedure. Now, this can be extrapolated to natural uh, dental events and changes like teething, uh, teeth falling out as well. You know, uh, back in the day, I had read about it, learned about it from my uh, Panda's mentor, as well as seen it firsthand with Brian. Um, trust me, one experience of a pants flare after a dental cleaning is, is more than enough, you know. And uh, we were not even dealing with things like gingivitis, you know, and, and any kind of cavities, nothing. This was just a simple dental cleaning with the dental hygienist that I had uh, um, gone with Brian for. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't aware of this uh, pans pandas flare up issue at that time. And boy, did I learn. It, it took many weeks for the autoimmune flare up to calm back down. So I researched, I spoke to my mentor and after much thought and research, I finally came up with a proper plan to help Brian through all of the necessary dental procedures. 
right? Now remember, ear, nose, and throat are connected. There is an ENT specialization for a reason. Now, um, in my practice, I've, I've often seen children with a, uh, children who have a dysfunctional immune system, like with autism spectrum disorders, or children with autoimmune conditions, like our pants pandas kids, can end up with not just a sore mouth after any dental procedure, but also ear and or sinus infections after a moderately traumatic dental procedure um, that, that, you know, does end up stirring up things. So uh, let me actually reminisce a little bit here, if I may, you know, um, for PAMS pandas, for severe PAMS pandas symptoms like uh, Brian had, one of the foremost recommendations back in the day, now it still is, was tonsillectomy, removal of the tonsils. Now, Brian was also waking up every two and a half hours for a few years. You know, uh, they were not able to um, understand what exactly was the problem, right? We, we were told it is reflux happening. So I uh, raised the bed where Brian slept. Nope, that did not work. We tried uh, all kinds of natural uh, reflux medications. I even tried um, pharmaceutical medications for acid reflux. There really wasn't any kind of an evidence. After that, it was deemed, oh, you know, it's asthma. It's sleep apnea. He's got um, swollen adenoids. He's got infected tonsils. He's got big tonsils. One thing after another, right? You know, you you need steroids. You need um, you need antibiotics. There really weren't any clear cut answers. Now, keep in mind, this whole time, the throat swab and throat culture was coming back negative for strep. All right, nobody knew about. Marcons back then, and uh, I mean, you know, what I mean is there wasn't a, a great awareness for uh, Marcons back then, and there wasn't a, a, a widespread awareness that Lyme disease spirochetes have been isolated from the oral cavity. Both Marcons and Lyme disease spirochetes have been isolated from um, from the oral cavity. So pans which was in, in back in the day, it was known as pandas, meaning, you know, it was supposed to be associated only with strep, right? Pandas, pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder associated with strep. Now, whereas pans, you know, it, it uh, later on, further research led us to the information that there can be many triggers. So that's why now it's known as pans. Pediatric, acute onset, neurological syndrome, or, you know, sometimes I like to say pediatric autoimmune neurological syndrome, because it has multiple uh, triggers 
which uh, of course, you know, uh, ongoing research has shown that there are uh, many triggers. So that's why pandas has been renamed pans. All right. So uh, we were told, you know, it's pandas, it's strep. We, we need to um, remove the tonsils. We need to remove the adenoids. Now, um, I decided instead to go to Germany and go for a, a procedure known as cryosurgery, cryotherapy for the tonsils. Because, you know, tonsils are an important part of the immune system. I did not, uh, my gut instinct refused to allow any kind of surgical intervention. I mean, of course, you know, um, there are many different scenarios. I'm not saying don't go for tonsillectomy and whatnot. You know, you, you have to make your own decision, discuss with your, with your ENT surgeon, right, with your allergist. Uh, whoever is in the play, like, you know, we had an allergist immunologist, we had, um, we had a panda specialist as well. So it was a, a, pre a pretty intense uh, discussion until uh, I, I heard about uh, cryotherapy, cryosurgery of the, the tonsils. So we, we flew to Germany. It wasn't easy. Uh, Brian was in a wheelchair. We had excruciating pain, uh, and the uh, the airlines were so kind. They actually gave like you know we had booked we had booked three seats. They actually gave us an additional seat, so this middle row of four seats were for us so that Brian was able to uh, sleep. He was able to lay down, you know, get his legs up. And, and I was able to massage his legs, his hips, which were in excruciating pain in those days. So clearly, I mean, you know, um, we, we, Brian's dad and I, we were ready to do, we were doing everything humanly possible to help him. Um, so we traveled to Germany, we did the procedure, and the one important thing that we were told, not just by one surgeon, but by additional practitioners as well, you know, that we met, um, that, I mean, we had to travel to Switzerland, to Austria, to Germany, like trying, trying to kill, um, multiple birds with, with one trip, so to speak. And, you know, the best results for a child on the spectrum, barely verbal, you know, who, who couldn't speak in a full coherent sentence, right? Sentences were, phrases were hard to come by, couldn't express except yelling, screaming, crying, um, behavioral symptoms, where exactly uh, the pain was. I mean, Brian's pain was where prescription pain medications were not really helping. We're just, you know, kind of taking the uh, the edge off for him. So it 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 was 
um, really tough times for us. And he, like I said, you know, with his legs, he wasn't able to control his left leg, which had become paralyzed. And it, it was very confusing for the child, um, you know, of that age, very traumatic. And one very important fact that we learned from so many different holistic practitioners was that it is great that we are going for um, tonsil treatment, natural for my son, but it was equally important that Brian's dad and I also get the procedure done in case we are carriers. Okay, now blood tests were performed because often pandas children come up negative on the um, throat swab, even if the swab is cultured. I can't tell you how many times um, there was no fever. We went to the pediatrician, did the throat swab, usually not a culture, just the swab, you know, which was the industry standard uh, back in the day. And we were never given any medication. So the strep kept on growing, simmering, causing damage until things became autoimmune. You know, we started getting um, motor tics, vocal tics, excruciating pain, uh, leg paralysis. I mean, it, it was just, uh, just a complete mess at that point, right? Immune system um, dysregulation. I, I think nowadays pediatricians are much more aware of pans pandas, you know, and they realize that kids with pans pandas uh, usually don't get high grade fevers. I mean, heck, many of our children on the spectrum don't get high grade fevers, period. You know, you could have strep pneumonia. I've, I've seen strep pneumonia being isolated in, uh, in a nasal swab of um, a few of my patients, you know, and the, the, the lab will, um, will call me and say, uh, Dr. Deshore, gosh, you know, you, you, you sent us a nasal swab and we are showing uh, strep a strep pneumonia, you know, and that is an urgent issue. Now, this is because I know I need to do the appropriate nasal swab for my pans pandas uh, autism children. We didn't know. We hadn't even heard about the nasal swab back then. So who knows, um, you know, how high the, the strep was when only the throat swab was done without a fever. You know, it was dismissed by the pediatrician as, oh, it's just viral, it, it'll be fine. No medication was given, huge mistake, right? Now, uh, what we did, what we ended up doing was, we had uh, cryotherapy, cryosurgery done for myself and Brian's dad um, and the adults, you have not just the tonsils and adenoids, but also both the nasal cavities are treated. Isn't that interesting? Let me, let, let me tell you a little bit about you know, uh, um, cryotherapy. So what they do is it's uh, liquid nitrogen. So there are two probes and each probe is uh, treated with liquid nitrogen 
and it is inserted in the nostrils. And th the surgeon knows precisely how long is needed. I mean, you know, uh, <clears throat> liquid nitrogen is extremely cold, correct? So it ends up freezing and killing and uh, a, a lot of infections. It cleans out your sinus cavities. It cleans out your, um, your tonsil regions as well. So that is the uh, basic premise. And I, I have to say I was um, very lucky, you know, we, we sedated Brian with only natural herbals. And he, I mean, we all had to be sedated with natural herbals. You know, it's, it's not a, uh, it's, it's not a walk in the park to have these, you know, liquid nitrogen probes, um, stainless steel, uh, uh, liquid nitrogen um, probes up your nostrils or in your throat. And uh, Brian took it like a champion. Actually, Brian's dad was the biggest baby. <laughs> of all three of us. Brian and I did okay. Um, but, you know, uh, anyways, I think you you moms out there understand that, right? But um, it was fantastic feeling. We actually slept for 16 hours after the procedure. Amazing sleep. I mean, poor Brian was up every two and a half hours for so many uh, years, you know, a couple of years at least. He slept I was up every two and a half hours because he was up. I slept as well. And oh my gosh, it was fantastic. You know, we we got back. Yeah, it was 16 hours. And um, on the way back on the flight, we had people coughing because I, I remember going in November 2011. 2011? Nine? Anyways, you know, back in the day. <laughs> Um, and three months after that, this was the first time we went, three months after that, Brian was pans panda symptom free, no motor tics, no vocal tics. Um, he had eye blinking as well, head shaking, eye blinking. Uh, he had vocal tics, you know, he would make uh, grunting sounds with his mouth. So we were symptom free. And slowly his tonsils grew back. Uh, what happens with the um, cryosurgery is that the tonsils are completely frozen right to the point of death. And that really activates the immune system, right? Survival mechanism, right? And the frozen tonsils, they regrow beautiful, healthy, disease-free. Now, it's not a one-time procedure. Because of Brian's severity of symptoms, it was recommended that we go back four times. And of the four times, twice was for the adults. The nasal uh, treatment wasn't for children. In hindsight, I wish it had been. Because eventually, you know, uh, upon testing, Brian's Marcons were off the charts. They were absolutely off the charts. Can't even explain how bad they were. But um, anyways, so that was um, 
um, cryotherapy experience for us, cryosurgery experience for us. But so again, the reason why I explained this was to illustrate how important it is for family members to be uh, to not be a trigger for our children. So, um, and of course, it had a fantastic benefit for our health as well. Okay, all right. Now, back to um, oh, one other important point. We stopped having any kind of um, sinus problems as well as any ear infections after that as well. You know, sleep got better. Now, um, when I heard that any kind of uh, any kind of dental procedure, even a simple cleaning, can cause a pans pandas flare up, hey, I was like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I didn't travel all the way to Europe just to have the symptoms come back. So I I decided to. Um, you know, I had already had that one experience. Remember I said, you know, I mean, we, we just went for a checkup and hygiene and, and all the symptoms came back. So I was going to be extra sure and careful. So what I did was I came up with a dental kit that I took with me to the dentist office for every dental visit for Brian, right? So what I would do was, you know, 20 to 30 minutes prior I would make an anti-anxiety herbal cocktail. Remember that anxiety blend is coming. It, it'll be super easy to have just that one bottle. Uh, and in my travel bag, I had a, a bottle of Formula 5 DHP Extra Strength. DHP is dental health. I had uh, the Daily OM blend, which is multimicrobial. I had TRS detox spray, and I had a fluoride-free organic toothpaste. Even if it's not fully organic, it's all natural fluoride-free toothpaste, that's great. And I had a stainless steel uh, water bottle uh, filled up with filtered water. I don't know, you know, I mean, maybe the water was a little bit OCD on my part, <laughs> but uh, I, I wasn't comfortable with the, the, the water that comes from the tubes and the little hose, which is, which is you know, uh, uh, right next to the dental chair. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if they cleaned it. If uh, I, I wasn't aware, you know, I was aware of mold and mildew, but I wasn't aware of mold toxicity back then. Later on, I mean, of course, I became more aware, but, you know, it, it was just like trying to keep uh, all kinds of triggers for pans pandas away from Brian. So, uh, so uh, the only thing that I used was that plastic cup. Um, I poured in my own water because um, during the procedure, you need to gargle, right? Um, a few times you need to swish and gargle. So what, what I would do was, you know, I, I would put in, uh, have, have the water ready right there um, um, on, on the little side table uh, next to the dental chair. So we had, uh, it was my water and I would add like 10 drops of formula five in there 
So that became, you know, combination uh, mouthwash because I, I wasn't about to use Listerine. And uh, it, it was, you know, filtered water. In case Brian still had anxiety or, you know, felt anxious somewhere in the middle, then I would give him a few drops of hemp oil. The dentist and the dental hygienist, you know, um, were actually colleagues. We live in the same community. I had sent other patients to them as well, you know, referrals. So we had a, a good working relationship, um, a, a, a good understanding, you know, and, and obviously Brian was in a great deal of pain. He was suffering. He was slowly recovering. So everyone had seen that. So I, I, I feel really blessed to have had um, the understanding of Brian's healthcare providers. So, right. So we would go ahead with the dental cleaning. I made sure because, you know, things get stirred up, right? So I made sure that Brian would rinse his mouth a couple extra times. And once the procedure was done, um, I forgot to mention, so this fluoride-free toothpaste was used instead of the um, fluoride polish that is used after the cleaning is done to polish the teeth. So we just use this, you know, fluoride free. Actually, after that, I explained to the dentist my worry about fluoride, you know, for children on the spectrum. And he wasn't convinced about the fluoride per se, but he was convinced about the, the, the fluoride being a neurotoxin for pans, pandas, kids, or for kids with autism. So for all the patients that I referred to him, you know, he actually ended up ordering a fluoride-free toothpaste. So that that was that was a, a pretty significant win for the children uh, with special needs going to visit this dentist. So once that was done, Brian would rinse again with the mouthwash I had made for him. And after that, once we were in the car, back in the car, I would put in, you know, uh, uh, five TRS sprays right in his mouth. He was old, we had built up to five. Now, if, if your child, you know, is only able to do one or two, that's fine too. No problems with that, all right? So um, once again, my travel bag had formula 5 DHP, extra strength, um, daily OM blend. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I'll explain. Daily OM blend, TRS detox spray, fluoride-free organic toothpaste, stainless steel uh, bottle of filtered water and hemp oil. Uh, before I did the TRS spray, when, when we got back to the car to, to go home, I would give him uh, five drops of daily OM blend, right in the mouth, straight in the mouth. Uh, now, for those of you who have sensitive children, you can definitely uh, mix it in a little bit of water, you know, and then give it to your child. But I would just put it straight in the mouth because he had just had the procedure. 
And then I would do the TRS spray. Okay, so daily OM blend is multimicrobial. Now, um, so that's that's uh, pretty much it with um, each dental visit, right? It could be, now wait, let me talk a little bit about fillings. Yeah, so what I just explained to you that works great for a hygienist visit, for any kind of scaling that's done, for any kind of tooth extraction that's done, for any kind of teething, um, any kind of gingivitis, uh, cleanup, I, I said scaling. However, if you are uh, going in for a filling, okay, what needs to be done, first of all, is it is best, I mean, for all kinds of dental procedures, it is best to look for a biological or holistic dentist because they use biocompatible uh, biocompatible materials and safer, low toxin load alternatives for pretty much everything, um, everything dental. All right, so, you know, um, we had a biodentist nearby, not too far, like 10, 15 minute drive. So once again, you know, um, extremely lucky. So one extra step that needs to be done if you are using any kind of a filling that needs to be done is you need to, after you get home, be sure to do whatever binder I have, uh, I have your child on, okay? It, it could be, I mean, you know, there are um, many binders which we use and uh, it could be the, uh, the uh, ultra binder or it could be activated charcoal or it could be the pectin-based one or it could be the chlorella. Whatever binder I have you on at that time, I have you or your child on at that time, that binder is uh, just, just do an extra dose or save the morning dose for then right after you get home from any kind of filling work, okay? All right. Obviously, right, you know, biocompatible fillings are not 100% organic. They are biocompatible, so it's important to detox that. All right, cool. Um, often our children on the spectrum or our children with pans pandas because of their anxiety level, because of, you know, uh, kids with pans pandas have irrational fears. They have OCD. They might have self-harming behavior, aggression. So uh, other than using the herbal cocktail, the hemp oil, if it is a uh, major procedure, sedation is suggested and often anesthesia is recommended. Please listen carefully. For very sensitive children who have mast cell issues, multiple chemical sensitivities, 
please be sure to discuss with me before you decide on anesthesia. Okay? Remember that. All right. Now, many parents have also asked me for maintenance. How do we use uh, Formula 5 DHP extra strength, XS is extra strength, for maintenance because uh, many children will not allow, you know, um, comprehensive toothbrushing, flossing, etc. And regardless of that, even if they do, however, because Marcon's and Lyme disease parakeets have both been isolated from, um, from dental swabs in, in, uh, in lab studies, it is kind of important to keep the oral cavity um, in good health, right? Because we know uh, good oral health and oral hygiene is a big contributor to good gut health and hygiene, isn't it? And like I mentioned before, ear, nose, and throat are connected. And what else is connected to the throat? Your respiratory apparatus, isn't it? Your lungs. Many children, when they first come to me, I, I hear from, um, from parents or even adults, you know, who uh, come to me and uh, mold exposure or um, multiple microbial issues haven't been isolated yet. They'll often say that, Dr. Deshore, every time I get a cold, even if it's just a cold, it always goes down to my lungs. I end up with bronchitis each time. They, they end up putting me on steroids and antibiotics and, and you know, it's, it's just miserable overall. This happens to children. So, it, you know, if you can do something to keep the oral cavity nice, clean and clear, why not, right? Now this, this is, well, I agree, of course, but this question, uh, this request has come from so many different parents. Um, I have given many uh, this information at your appointment, but for those, you know, who haven't uh, brought this up at their appointment, here goes, right? So Formula 5, DHP, that's Dental Health Protocol slash XS, extra strength. Take a few drops, you know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a dropper bottle. So take a few drops on your fingertip and for your child, rub along all the biting surfaces as well as all the gum lines at least twice a day. You can, you can go up to three times a day if there are um, moderate to severe issues, but you know, twice a day works really well as well. All right, all the biting surfaces and all of the gum lines. Remember, you have four gum lines outer, upper jaw, outer, and inner, lower jaw, outer gum line, and inner. Okay, so right where the tooth meets the gum on the outside, that's the gum line. Same thing on the inner side of the lower jaw and the same for the upper jaw. And all of the teeth surfaces, 
and between the teeth as well, you know. So in other words, take a few drops and rub along all of those surfaces, okay, twice a day. Nothing by mouth for 30 minutes after applying formula five. Okay, this makes sense because we don't want um, any kind of liquid, especially water, washing away all the work that, that we've just put in, right? So uh, next step. So next step will be, or let's say an, another option with formula five is you can take, you know, just like I said, make, uh, make a, a mouthwash. So you can take uh, about 10 drops in one ounce of warm water. You can add about, you know, a, a quarter to a half teaspoon of baking soda, one pinch of pink Himalayan salt or sea salt, and swish it in the mouth for two to three minutes, once or twice daily. Now I'm going to be giving you a few options. You can do one, you can do them all, depending on your personal inclination and need, what kind of dental issues you, know, you are uh, looking at. Um, question will be, is this going to stir up the mercury because I have six to seven amalgams in my mouth or, or, or you know, whatever, a couple amalgams in my mouth. No, no, this is just an herbal formula. It's not a binder. It's not going to be pulling any mercury out. So no worries on that. Okay. The mouth swishing. Then we move on to formula five DHP can also be used instead of toothpaste two to three times a week for a deeper cleaning, right? You know, just put a few drops on your, um, on the toothbrush. And again, this is not just for kids. This is for people of all ages who need the help. Additionally, this idea was actually given to me by a patient, a, a mother. You know, what she did was she had a um, few drops of Formula 5 in um, on a little plate. And she took the floss and she dipped it in Formula 5 and she used that floss. It is the actually the, the, the floss sticks. Right. You know, it's it's that little floss that comes on a stick. So it's easier for a child on the spectrum. If, if you're helping someone else, it's just easier. So that's what she did. You know, she just dipped that in in, um, uh, in Formula 5 DHP and she uh, flossed her son's teeth. So this way, the antimicrobial herbal formula got right in between the teeth for a really deep clean, right? Now for yourself as an adult or for older children who are able to floss, you know, you can just take, you know, conventional uh, floss, you know, length of floss. And now uh, conventional, obviously, I mean, uh, it, it needs to be an all natural floss, not floss that has artificial flavors or fluoride. No, no, no. 
when uh, when I say conventional, I mean the regular way of using a floss. You know, take a length of floss, put it inside, um, dip it in Formula Five DHP, and then use that you know between your fingers and start flossing. It feels fantastic. Oh my gosh, it is such a beautiful clean. Um, all right, so that is some suggestions for Formula 5 Dental Health uh, blend. Now, one thing that comes to mind is if a person or a child doesn't allow you to put a finger in the mouth for sensory reasons, then uh, you can transfer some of the formula from the dropper bottle onto a little spray bottle. You know, these little travel size spray bottles are available online or um, uh, at any department store. You know, they should be available in, in the uh, travel section. So transfer it to the spray bottle and you can spray one to two sprays um, you know, according to the instructions I've given, instead of using the drops on the fingertip. Now, spray treatment is a little bit less potent than actually rubbing it in, but, you know, at least um, you're, you're able to get it in that way, okay? All right, now, if there are any other questions that I haven't answered, um, or, you know, actually, amalgams, amalgam removal. That is something that is very important. I don't want to put it out here in a podcast because, you know, it has uh, pretty deep ramifications for people. Is it important to get the amalgams removed? Sure. You know, if you are uh, the mother of an autistic child, and you're looking to have other children, and you have researched, you're aware that uh, certain toxins can pass from mother to child, and additionally, you wish to take care of your own health, you've researched that, you know, fluoride, um, uh, sorry, not fluoride, I mean, mercury from the amalgams is a very strong neurotoxin. Fluoride is too sorry, um, fluoride is two, of course, but um, anyways, with the amalgams, and you wish to, you wish to have your amalgams removed, please get in touch with me at your appointment, right? It is important that I counsel you one-on-one -on -one because there are a, a few things that need to be done. I can't just put it out here on the podcast. So once again, for your convenience, what I'm going to do is I'll have my IT uh, staff come up with a dental health bundle, right? Or maybe I should call it, you know, dentist visit bundle. But no, I think I think I'm 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 going to call it dental health bundle. That makes more sense. Uh, so you have all the options available right in one place, so you don't have to, um, you know, keep searching the store. To, to get what you want and keep referring back to the podcast. So we'll do this for you. And once the, the ANX blend for anxiety is available, it should be in, in a couple of months, it'll be out. Um, then I will add that to the dental health bundle as well. Okay.
All right, very good. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. Like I said, let me know if there are any unanswered questions I'll be happy to do. Actually, you know, I think I might end up doing, um, what shall I say, a, um, a rainbow podcast with all bits and pieces from different podcasts that, that were left unanswered. Happy to do that, of course. You know, just let me know, you know, send a message. And I'll, I'll make a list of, of these little bits and pieces that were not covered. And we'll just do another podcast for you. All right. Very good. So good seeing you all again. Thank you for joining me. And remember to subscribe. Many of you are forgetting to subscribe. And, you know, as you know, subscription helps us to keep bringing you more and more informative videos. It's, it's very motivating for the staff as well. So please do hit that red subscribe button on the bottom right of your screen. And I will see you guys right back here next time on another episode of the BioNexus Health Podcast. Be well. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.